and welcome back everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. Thank you for joining us yet again as I sit down as DM and host with my faithful compatriots. Well, faithful people, I suppose. Faithful? Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to tone down this intro every time. <laughs> Those people who show up. Yeah. Who have no choice. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I have locked you all to your desks. And now we play forever. Yeah, we're, we're actually <laughs> podcasting live from Cookson's basement right now. <laughs> it's amazing you still get Wi-Fi down there. Uh, but yes, our uh, players as ever are Matthew Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle, reprising their roles as Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin. Say hello. Hello. You sound so excited. Yeah. Um, excited is not quite the word, but um, I am excited. You, you're excited, yeah, yeah, because you're crazy. <laughs> but because um, <laughs> you're I, actually insane. I'm, I'm I'm awaiting this episode with some trepidation. <laughs> Why ever is that? Well, uh, apparently I am in a well, in a weird dream in a different plane potentially with some entity talking to me. Um. Generally, not a good start for a story. <laughs> I think that's good enough for a recap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that sums it all up. Well, yeah, unless that you've got anything you want to add. Ah, uh, uh, well, yeah. Pretty much last episode, you all finished off your quest. You know, you did a good deed for the day. Finally, Yay. you're only ten days into the whole campaign, and you finally did a good deed. So pat yourselves on the back. Yeah, totes. Is is that really our first good deed? I think so. Uh, no, we, we let we let the Fae go. You mean the mm -hmm. Sea Hag? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You mean the lawful evil creature? Yeah. Well, you know, I knew what it was, so yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and um, I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah, but 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 we were talking about good things we'd done. Good things. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I think we saved on Seer. True. We, yeah. Um, time. That one time, yeah. I think uh, we can maybe stretch it to you've done about like three good deeds throughout the entire okay, campaign. Okay, okay. That's pretty good, right? Right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Though I think we might be pushing it on the doing it for altruistic reasons, not just doing it because you were there. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and, and money. Money money helps. Yes, money you always helps. You and your helps. money. Well, not everyone can come from ridiculous riches, <laughs> Sophia. Ugh. Peasants. <laughs> Not everyone bathes in money every night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish I bathed in money. <laughs> that uh, would really hurt, though. It, it would. If you actually try to Scrooge McDuck it, you will break your neck. <laughs> A damn fantasy Tories. Or, 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 or for American listeners, Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We could get super political and totally date when this podcast was uh, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Yeah. We've all heard some fun news about Brexit today. Oh, dear God. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move quickly away from that topic. Yeah. Else our listeners will plummet. Or rise. <laughs> Who actually knows? Mm, Controversy. Um, let's go yeah, D&D. Exactly. Political D&D. Political intrigue. So, last episode, yes, you returned the farmer Samantha to her husband, and he seemed very, very grateful and gave you all a meager bag of gold. It was probably his entire life savings. And then you all had a drink, 
argued with each other a bit, grilled Sohu, uh, grilled Solara on a few questions around the Illuminated, but didn't learn a great deal, maybe a little bit of info. And then you all went to bed and had a happy, nice sleep, and now it's the morning. Oh, wait. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what happened for Sophia, Rogar, Handrel, and Solara. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Yay! Tommy, on the other hand, had a nice little wander in a city far, far away. <laughs> so, Star Wars just coming. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the Star Wars theme, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do a bad rendition of it. Yeah. If you've learned anything about the show, it's bad renditions of everything. <laughs> I'm uh, not so... an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Tommy returned to his dream of lost Carcosa as he wandered the streets, pulled by some sort of ethereal urge to attend a masquerade ball, which he attended. He danced the night away under a what's the well, under a skylight of black stars, and as the evening drew to a close, he was confronted by an entity, and that's where we ended the episode. So I the suppose times. that's where we should, you know, jump straight back in. Yeah, I was having a whale of a time. Yeah. Listen. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you all enjoyed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I guess. I mean, nothing's bad's happened yet, so I did, we shall uh, see. I did midweek send something to Bunkle that blew his mind, because things are about to be revealed this episode anyway, so. Yeah. <sighs> That's that's why he's leaning back with some popcorn, <laughs> just like watching the world burn. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so, Tommy, when we left off, you attempted to remove your mask, but something overpowered your will, and you said a phrase that caused the whole masquerade ball to come to a screaming end as all the various attendees backed away from you their faces tearing open in gruesome detail even Casilda herself seemed to back off screaming in agony as the ballroom was effectively surrounded by shadow and as you turned around it seems you were no longer in the room where you'd had such a lovely evening you were in a grand courtroom, staring at a gargantuan throne, on which sits a figure in yellow robes, with a pale and solid white mask, no eyes, no nose, no mouth, his robe pulled up slightly, and a crown atop it. Simple, but ornate in an odd way, staring at the twists and curls in it as it spikes up really makes your eyes go funny. In fact, as you stand before this entity, everything seems slightly blurry and it's almost painful to concentrate on anything. You can, you know you can see it, but it seems like whether it's bigger than you're realizing or whether there are, whether it's not exactly where you think it is, like it's almost as if you're looking at something that's slightly off-center despite it being in front of you. This whole, this whole scene to you is off and almost painful to think about. And as he welcomed you, as the stranger in the pallid mask for the evening, 
What do you say? Or do? Or do you do nothing? I take I I kind of take a moment to sort of center myself. And because I'm Tommy, I'm gonna to put on a bit of a show of bravado, even though I don't entirely feel it. <laughs> I'm gonna be like oh, Who the fuck are you? And where the fuck am I? Its head tilts slightly to the side. Despite the fact you can't see its eyes, you know it's staring at you, considering you. You hear a voice that you initially think emanates from the creature, but then seems to speak from all around you. You are where you should finally be. You are before your king. Really? Well, that is interesting, isn't it? Because... I don't take a lot of stock in kings, to be honest. Never have. Me? I'm more of a um, democratically leaning individual. Is that so? The voice seems to appear from behind you when you say that. Okay, I turn around to see see what's behind me. Nothing but shadow and darkness. It's a neat trick with a voice, that. I like it. It often impresses. Yeah, well. Simple things impress simple minds. Yeah, well, perhaps you can knock it off then. What do you want with me? It is time to collect on what I was offered. And what might that be? That would be you. Offered by whom? Who has the right to give me? Oh, you offered yourself. You have to jog the memory a bit, mate. Not quite sure when I might have offered myself to a big yellow prick in a fancy chair. Has it been so long? I do wonder with you mortals. You do not seem to understand time as I do. You chose this... When you had the chance to choose another, you, my dear stranger, chose me. As he says that, you feel a pain on the back of your hand. <sighs> and you see the brand you were given ten days ago, in another, well, ten days and six months ago, normally invisible begins to glow brightly, almost burning into the back of your hand. Ah, that really fucking hurts. Can you stop that? It hurts because you resist. It is time, stranger. It is time that you take up your place. What's my place? To be my hand in your world. To finally walk in my light. And at that point, I recall a meeting, not very much, but I feel an orb. I will tell you this. You do not feel 
from touching it, it doesn't seem to react. And you don't feel that this is the moment. Okay. So my hands move away from the orb. Why do you hesitate? You know it is what you truly desire. Is it? Why is that? What do I get out of it? Everything. Oh, little Tommy Hawkins. Have you never wondered how much more you could be? How much greater? You have always watched. Watched from the darkness, from the sewers. Seen those around you be trodden and downbeaten by those considered your betters. By those that would hurt you, destroy you and your friends. Have you never, ever wished for the power to change this? You see, as as he's speaking, that voice seems to appear just everywhere, and it's almost like different mouths are saying it from the darkness. Very rarely do you even see it come from the direction of the entity in front of you. Of course I have. But I'm not a man of grand plans. I'm not a not some fucking politician or some kind of great general or leader. I, I just want to ask you to be mortal. What do you want of me then? I ask you to be chaos, to be madness, to simply walk among your world and do what you feel you can. Unrestrained and unbound, with my strength to fuel you. What name do I call you? Who are you? We have had many names. So many names to so many people. Often, we are called the unspeakable one. Some are too shy and call us him who must not be named. Others, we are merely the king in yellow. But one name exists above all others. The name of Hasta. As he says that, you hear the name echo from all the mouths around you. And it shakes you almost to your knees completely in sheer reverberation. Okay, I, I'm shaking. I'm Tommy's mind's racing. It's He has a simple, simple philosophy, a simple life. He's he doesn't he still doesn't really believe in magic. He doesn't believe in gods. He doesn't believe in anything he can't tangibly see, but he can see this being and it's it's shaking his mind more than he would ever admit to anyone. He doesn't want to do anyone else's bidding. He's never been beholden to anyone in his life that he couldn't outwit or outstrength or simply escape from but also he's he's endowed with a kind of self-preservation streak which made him kneel before the devils in that cave and is kind of 
winning his winning over his sort of natural rebellious nature he's not enjoyed being toyed with by things he doesn't understand but perhaps perhaps this isn't the time to fight so what do you do tommy tommy looks up again to show although he is scared he doesn't want to show fear he can't show fear it's it's kind of the criminal code and growing up on the streets he looks up i look up into his eyes and i say what do i need to do you have already done it i think it's time to cut your strings and let you loose my chosen as he says that you see his hand raises slightly and then you look up and you see almost like an ethereal hand above you with a number of strings that seem to be attached to your body you suddenly realize why you've been so pulled through this whole ordeal that to a certain degree you didn't have as much of a choice as maybe you thought you did taking every step along this path and you realize what the other entity was talking about when it said that you were already ensnared as his hand raises it makes a gesture and the puppet strings seem to cut as you're looking up that ethereal hand disappears and all you can see is the skylight above you the big domed ceiling and the black stars of Carcosa hanging high in the sky and you begin to float upwards arms outstretched feeling a strange wave of energy start to flow over you and through you you can hear the entity that referred to itself as Hasta the king in yellow speak as you start to rise it is time that you understood the grand plan the design for your world that was gifted to me by another we all have our parts to play in this divine theater of mine and this role will be yours but first let us remove the veil from your eyes so that you can finally see and as you rise up all of a sudden you're not in the courtroom anymore now it feels strange it feels like you know when you're in an act, a proper dream and everything's really hazy mm. you feel more like that as you're stood in a large open field it's a beautiful field it's a beautiful day the sun is shining the clouds are clear it's just a lovely blue sky ahead you look down and you see just nicely trimmed grass with little bits of dew on them little bits of flowers scattered around you see in front of you just a bit ahead of you in the distance a massive grand oak tree and as you're looking around it's it's beautiful you're almost moved to tears in fact you feel a tear just start to trickle down your eye it's such a lovely scene but then as you look down almost as if reality itself flickers for a moment and it happens again and again and all of a sudden this is not the scene you're looking at you look down and it's not grass it's shards of bone some powdered some crushed some clearly 
parts that you understand just by looking at them. The dew isn't dew, it's blood and viscera. The flowers are eyes and ears and tongues and bits of various creatures that have just been scattered across the ground. As you start to move your eyes back up, reality seems to flicker again and you're back in the lovely scene, the beautiful scene. As you look at the grand tree in the distance and how lovely it looks and you start to walk towards it. And then as you look into the sky, again that flickering as reality seems to change around you. The sky isn't blue and lovely, it's yellow and green with rolling thunderhead clouds and greenish black lightning tearing the sky apart, filling your ears with thunder louder than you've ever heard before. And in the middle of it all, you see the sky itself is is broken. Almost as if a large chunk of reality has just been shattered. A bit like as if you were looking at a window that has a chunk of glass broken out from the middle of it. With all the little spiderweb cracks going along the sky. And in that gap, you start to see large grayish-black tentacles begin to move outward into the world. Again, reality flickers, and now you're stood in front of that tree. Beautiful oak tree, so ancient and old. Before reality, once again, flickers back, and you realize it's not a tree. It's something that looks in the shape of a tree. It's, it's bodies. It's people who have been tied or nailed together to create this truly gruesome image and on the what were branches that now seem to be arms and legs you see bodies have been hung as you look at the bodies you notice the first one you see has large chunks of flesh missing almost as if they've been eaten the second you see as it comes into view is covered with arrows the third has deep wounds from some sort of bladed weapon. And the fourth that you walk up to has burn marks on it, a chunks of its body missing, almost as if they'd been exploded. And on the head of the last body you see, you see carved into its forehead a symbol you know well, a symbol that Rogar currently wears upon his helm. The symbol of the Whispering Man. The black sun with tendrils twisting off of it, almost like tentacles breaking through a hole in reality. And that's when you wake up. I knew this shit was going to have something to do with Rogar. (laughs) And, yeah, you wake up. Now, before Tommy does anything, Matt, open your email. Okay. You'll have to bear with me all one second. Yeah, well, while no uh, Matt reads that, everyone else wakes up, goes downstairs. Tommy's not quite up yet. You assume he's probably maybe sleeping in a little bit. But, you know, it's early. You guys are up and having a bit of breakfast. I'd say before I come down, I'll do my usual prayer in the morning. Okay, so take your temporary HP. Yep. By the way, before Matt reads his email, just because, obviously, we mentioned the Whispering Man, I was doing the Daniel Bryan, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solara jumps down the side like boy that was such a good night's sleep for a 
shitty little inn in the middle of nowhere. What the hell is this place? She says to Rogar yeah. as they're coming down the stairs. Uh, local pub, love. It's actually quite nice, I think. Um, I did, I did want to buy it, but you know, I, I was overruled. Oh, uh, I suppose if you bought it, you'd have to like live here or run it or hire people. That's like so much effort. Yeah, I thought you could just like you know scare him into doing it, but you know. So, what's the plan? You guys were talking about other stuff you had to do. What 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 do you want to do? Where are we going? Yeah. What so... was the plan? So we need to um, well. We've basically been put on a quest to uh, to contact some people. Is that fair to say, Rogar? Yeah, that's pretty much what initial plan is. We've got some people to go and see. We're going to go see them. We're going to go back to the city. And then we've got a couple of, couple of errands to run, you know, some things to do. Probably this, is, you know, we'll see the Illuminated about because they're always about. And, you know... Yeah, you can't get away do. from them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <sighs> Shouldn't take too long. Morning, fuckers. Hello. Hello. You're a bit late. You? Yeah, uh, I'm never late, nor am I early. I'm always on time for when I want to be there. Well, I say that's late. Well, you can fuck off, can't you? <laughs> <All right. laughs> right. Someone um, get up on the wrong side of the fucking bed, mate. Nah, I got up on exactly the right side of the bed. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> We're just going to go around and fucking runabouts. <laughs> well, good morning to you anyway. And good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. In fact, I think it's a fucking fantastic morning. Right, what are we going to do? Who are we going to fuck up today? Well, we've got to go see the resistance because we've got to get them on side. Well, we know they're on side, so, you know, got to go and say hi. And then we can go fuck some shit up. Sounds like a plan, mate. You all up for that? Yeah. Decent. Right, well... Let's roll then, shall we? Yep, so you all yep. eat up, make your goodbyes to the barman, and head out into the wide world, I take it. Mm. Cool. Uh, yeah. So you're heading for basically straight line to the where you believe the Resistance HQ is? Yes. I think so, pretty much, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Cool. Um, how are you getting there? So basically, you will have to go through the forest if you want to take the most direct route. Is that the plan? And are you heading at max speed? Are you trying to be cautious, or are you just going, like, standard walking? Um, how do we want to play it, guys? Uh, I, I think, do you know what? Let's just, let's just go for a nice wander in the countryside, shall we? And if you anything... hate the countryside. Well, don't really like it very much, but, you know, we've got to go there, haven't we? So we go for a little wander. If anything wanders into our way, we can kill it, can't we? Sounds bad to me. don't want to be killing things, Tommy. Eh, don't not want to be killing things. <laughs> He's got a point there. Do a lot of it. Anyway. Yeah. It does seem to be how we solve most of our problems, says Andrew. Yeah. Okay. I mean, got a problem? Stab? No problem. Okay. It's what I like to call so, the so. efficient route. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Andrew. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So. Let's just fucking go. Yeah. Right. 
So then. you head out into the great big wide world. And if you're taking the most direct path, I... I'm going to roll something. Yay. What? <laughs> <laughs> the random encounter table. Y'all are walking through a forest. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. Trees and shit. <laughs> well, it yeah, just so much. happens you're attacked by an ant. <laughs> Is that serious, though? No, because no. you'd all fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to wipe the party. If we die, we die. But it... well, yeah. What's up, Oh dear, um, I think Flo's turned into Gollum. I was just saying, have, have any of us actually seen Hobbits yet? Uh, what, halflings? Yeah. I'm guessing there's some randomly wandering around the city, unless, like, they're extinct here, I don't know. Um, you tell us, Cookson, I don't know. Well, have any of <laughs> you seen halflings? Um, maybe once or twice in the city, like, they're they're pretty rare. Like, okay. you might see them in the pub, like, once in a blue moon type thing. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, as you're all just wandering, I would like y'all to make me... Well, who's leading? Who's who's uh, leading this little expedition? Who's on lookout? Um, I quite like trees, so probably me. Probably. I was going to say, yeah, you're the hunter, really. Mm. She, she, she's, she's enjoying herself out, out in the country. I'm light of step outside. Yeah. She's like fucking Legolas, just Aye. mincing around <laughs> at the front. Just... <laughs> Their bonds were cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> elf um, I swear that's, that's like racist to elves, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, you don't, don't point it out, do you? Yeah, no, it's like really, really dickish for him to say that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like... What do your elf eyes see? You prick. <laughs> I don't know, Aragorn. What do your human ears hear? Yeah. Your shitty human ears. The sad thing is that if that movie was set in the 2000s, that is that how it would go. Probably. I think it's yeah. a fair reaction from him, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Aragorn is a dick for no reason. Uh, anyway, as, you, uh, as you're leading from the front, and they rolled so badly on their stealth, that you don't even need to roll because it's less than your goddamn passive perception. <laughs> you... Wow. That oh, bad, huh? Oh, yeah, everyone gets their health and spells and abilities back, remember? Oh, yeah, right. let me just and you get, check that. If you've spent any hit dice, you get half of them back, which Handrel did spend a few, so he's going to have to... How oh, many's he got left? Oh, he's got enough to come back to full. That's good. Cool. Yeah, as you make your way through the forest, you see just up ahead, heading directly towards you, a small group of orcs that look like some sort of scouting or raiding party. There are six of them that you can see, and one ogre. Fuck it, scalp them! Ooh, well, we know yeah. ogres are stupid, so... And uh, not that hard to kill. Well, That's... since... Like... Since they stealth so badly that you can see them from the front, maybe fire off a shot before they, you know, come at us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Basically... Have they spotted us yet? Yeah, yeah they? they're basically heading towards you. They spotted you first and were trying to sneak up on you, but you've spotted them. They're basically doing a really shit job at stealth. <laughs> okay. So I've just loaded a battle map for you all. 
Yeah, I was going to say, have you positioned us in the way? I'm just maneuvering you, so... Sophia yeah. was leading from the front, I presume Rogar's probably yeah. middle-ish. We'll be going north-west-ish? Ah, uh, you were heading generally north, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Lovely. Can you all see yep. our lovely little battle map of a forest? We yes. I can indeed, yeah. We are, we are sort of oh, arranged... Oh, there's the yoga. Oh, there it in is. The, um in the sort of lower right corner with some orcs spread out sort of around us um, to sort of the top top left. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like, not too sure if Cookson wants it this way, that the ogre is kind of um, being canopied by the tree. Yeah, he's, a, he's on a ra slightly raised little bit of yeah. hill and he's behind a tree, so he's not the easiest to hit from where any mm -hmm. of you are. Um, as they're coming up on you, they... They notice that basically you're just staring at each other, and they can blatantly and you can blatantly see them. So one of the one of the orcs who seems to be at least giving the orders just shouts out, ah, "Get the pink skins!" And Not the blue skin. About <laughs> uh, the blue skin. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's hard to see from distance. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just going to shout. That's a bit racist, isn't it, mate? <laughs> Ain't no need for that. Yeah. Come on, let's all be civil before I fucking gut you. <laughs> Excellent. What is yeah. civil? Kill them. <laughs> Kill us. Kill you, motherfucker. Right. Uh, who else? We've got Solara. Needs initiative. Wasn't the best of rolls from me. Uh, I think Flo critted on her um, initiative. Yeah, she might just be going first. Yeah, I was going to say, she's probably going to go first. Right, let's have a look. We've got, yeah, Sophia. Why is that name wrong? Well, for some reason, Roll20 has an old name attached to Solara. I was originally playing around with the character, but whatever. So. Stop playing with her. Jesus. I can't help myself. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she's got, like, super high charisma. Yeah, like so. 20 charisma. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so first up, Sophia, followed by Solara, then Tommy, then my gaggle of orcs. Is it a gaggle when it's orcs? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd go with like gaggle. I think, gaggle I, think, I think technically it's a horde, but, you know, we, we can just go with, yeah, gaggle. It's or... a bit small for a horde, though. There's only six of them. Yeah, I think it's just a general term for a group, but uh... perhaps, yeah. Yeah, ga gaggle sounds less threatening. Less threatening. Than... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds humorous, stupid. So. It's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. So orcs, then Handrel, then Ogars, then Rogar bringing up the rear. Uh, maybe maybe uh... an idiocy of orcs, perhaps. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Sophia, you uh, see the orcs approaching. What do you do? I'm going to shoot at one exactly north of me. Yep. With my bow. Attack! That's for being racist! Oh, and a 12. Mm. So you pull out Zan's cacophony and notch your first arrow, and you miss. Okay, I, I don't hate the fact that he was that racist, obviously. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very half-hearted little bit of, eh. Do you want to so, add anything to that? No, yeah, I'm just you... going to attack again. Okay. Okay. Whoop, whoop. 16! 16, however, does it. Yay! And with 10 points of piercing damage, are you adding anything to that, or are you taking the 10? Uh, I'm nope. taking the 10. Okay. You pull out Zan's cacophony, you miss with the first arrow, just narrowly missing its head, but the second finds purchase right in the middle of his chest, and he just 
gas sound, that kind of angry orcish way of like, and you see like a spray of blood come out. Is... Like what, Cookson? I'm not doing that again. <laughs> you get, everybody gets one. Solara, <laughs> uh, what's she going to do? Um, I think she's going to cast a spell, because she's a sorcerer, that's what she do. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And she is going to cast a spell at one of the orcs over on the west-hand side over here. She's going to cast, I think, Ice Knife, which is a fun Yay. little spell. Because, Sounds funky. Yeah, it's going to do some fun things if I hit. So, with a 15, it hits, dealing two piercing damage. However, everyone around them must make a dex saving throw, so I need... Um, let me just check something. Is it... Each creature within five feet, so one orc and the ogre all need to make a dex saving throw, which will probably not go very well for them. They're not renowned for being very dexterous, are they? Not really. So, my ogre gets a 12 and the orc gets a natural 1. Wow. Yeah. So he just they... had no idea. Complete oblivious. What? Yeah. So, let's Ow. So they take... Okay, so you watch as Solara puts her hands together and in between them this... like It's almost like an icicle turned into a knife appears and she launches it out at one of the orcs at the back. It stabs him square in the chest but doesn't seem to go too deep. But then it explodes, hitting the orc next to him with a shard of ice that just digs into the side of his throat for nine damage and cuts the uh, ogre squarely across the cheek. Uh, uh, I'm... I'm just going to look at her and go, that was fucking sweet. <laughs> she kind of gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> and shame she didn't do more damage on the initial shot, but it's not too bad. Slacking. Next up, Tommy. Oh, actually, and with her bonus action, as she gives you the thumbs up, you see that she floats ten feet into the air and glides backwards on a gust of wind. She running away? Nope, she's just taking a step back. But doing mm -hmm. it in style. She basically just like leans backwards giving you a thumbs up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I, I guess that means I'm up. It does indeed. Well Tommy's gonna step up to next to Sophia and he's gonna put a round in the Guy, which which was the guy that Sophia shot before? Uh, it's the one north of all you guys. Okay, one. I'm gonna gonna put around in this guy here. Which guy? Sorry, the one on the west. Off to the left. Yeah, so he's 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 kind of up and to the left of me. Ah, okay, the one who um, got hit with the partial ice knife. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna bust a cap in his ass with the last rights. Cool. So, um. Wow, ah. 12. You guys are rolling awful. We are rolling pretty shit, aren't we? Um, <laughs> I'm afraid. Well, you fire the last I'm... rites and you blow up part of a tree next to him, which you're yeah. quietly happy about. A little bit, yeah. But <laughs> it's okay, because with my second attack, I'm going to refocus. Just, nah. yeah, not quite. And then pull the trigger again. Cool. Still quite early for us, isn't it? Yeah, you're just waking up. And yeah. You only just had breakfast. And with a 23, I think that's a bit more reasonable. That is a bit more reasonable. 
Second one, you blow up the tree, distracts him, and then he takes a shot straight to his gut with the second one. And roll the necrotic as well. Yep. And that's four points of necrotic on top of the five points of piercing damage. So grand total of nine points of damage there. That is one dead orky. You watch as that... Yeah, he's an orky. (laughs) It's the affectionate term for an orc. That shot to the gut, you watch, initially doesn't seem to phase him too much, but then as the necrotic energy spreads out, you watch his greenish skin just go completely grey and he falls to the ground dead. Okay, I just, I get a big smile on my face, nice, and then I pull up my other pistol, and with my bonus action, I'm going to pop a cap in the one that Sophia shot earlier as well. Uh, 14, 14 is enough and Ooh, as yes. you twist turn and take a shot you kill a second orc um, I'm just going to spin my pistols around my fingers and grin at the guys yeah. <laughs> show off that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's the orcs turns so orky boy number one is going to come down here Course he is. And how far can these guys get? So Orky Boy number one's come right up, right up in my grill, has he? Yeah, he makes a run straight for you and Sophia, as does the second one. Unfortunately, these two are probably a bit far away to really do anything, so he's gonna. Uh, so he's gonna run to here and he's gonna throw a javelin at uh, Rogar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17? That's not enough, annoyingly. No, it's not. And the second one is gonna come down here. Just on the high ground, and throw a javelin at, let's say, Sophia. Bastard. Twenty-one. Oh. Ouch. Twenty-one to hit. Only six damage. Only, only, only six damage. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Made it sound like it was like hit by twenty-one points. I was like, fuck off. Oh. Nah, it's just, 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 just kind of a bit of a shitty thing to do, isn't it? Really. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's time for the orcs to attack. First one's going to swing at Sophia. Oh, motherfucker! With an 18, I think that hits. Yeah, it does. It appears today that the players are rolling badly and the DM is rolling well. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't bode well. It's always a good day. (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing, Bunko. (laughs) I'm insane. (laughs) <laughs> can't use that all the time dude <laughs> yeah and your character is too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you know he was never role playing <laughs> and my fourth and final orc is going to take a swing at Tommy Bring 17 and... yeah just enough yeah just enough yeah 13 Th- damage wow yeah that's going to sting does indeed he says with relish. I do say with relish. What? I'm allowed to enjoy myself too. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to know, dude, what you do in your own home. He is in his own home right I'm now. In my own home. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with playing online, guys. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, okay, Handrel. He is seeing uh, Sophia and Tommy get jumped. But also seeing a lot of orcs and an ogre in that area, he's not going to just jump into combat. He is going to Eldritch Blast, the one closest to him. Oh, damn. That was a really bad roll. Uh, it's that times for Handrel. He goes for his Eldritch Blast, and that tendril that lashes out just completely misses uh, the orc next to him. You hear Handrel kind of swear under his breath, and he is going to move up over here. 
try and we... get a little bit of shade, and he's going to hide as a bonus action. Have you seen him do an Eldritch Blast before? Yes, you saw him do one against uh, Ghoul Rogar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just, just kind of like look back at him with a sort of slightly strange expression on my face before turning back to face the orc. Because I kind of, I think I have seen it before, but I don't think I paid much attention at the time because I was yeah, I trying to fight too. my friend who turned into a ghoul. Yeah. So, yeah. And with a 30 stealth on his bonus, I think he is pretty well hidden <laughs> for the moment. Well, Andrew kind of runs down the side of that little bit of uh, raised hill and kind of hides in the shadow as best he can. And now it is the ogre. What's Mr. Ogre going to do? He is going to... He's just going to barrel over there and step down off the hillside and come to thwack the pair of you. Flanking motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. He is flanking. And initially he's going to just bellow with the pair of you and slam down with his massive great club on Sophia with advantage. Yeah. Ooh. 25 doing 14 points of damage that's a hit yep. what a wanker yep. this is why you don't engage in close combat Sophia. yeah <laughs> this is why <laughs> yeah well, luckily for you he only has one attack whoop, whoop. makes me sad <laughs> does not count. make me sad funnily enough Rogar show us what you're made of yeah, I'm. I'm gonna scream back at the ogre and run in and take a big swing at him. Can you make it to yep. a flank from there? Yeah, you can. Should. I? Yeah, flank yeah. chain. Flank chain. No, 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 no. Flank chain. Flank chain. Flank chain. Flank chain. Flank chain. Had to be done, didn't it? Really? It did a bit. We like to think we have fun here at Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. We think we have fun. I, 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 I think at least we have fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this one of those where I can re-roll the damage? You can re-roll one, one of the d6s. So, so you've got a 5 plus... 5 plus 4. Okay. Um, 5 plus 4 plus 6, basically, so... 15. 15 points of damage, yep. Yeah. Um, and then... Do you, you do yeah, smiting? I'm going to Divine Smite. Go for it. I need to relook at what I have to roll. <laughs> uh, if you're just using the normal version, I think it's... Actually, 2d8. 2d8, it is. Yeah. So I roll my 2d8 for extra damage for my Divine Smite. With an and do another 8. Nice. You run up behind the ogre who's just smashed his massive club down on Sophia. And as he's not paying attention, you... Pull out anathema, its eyes like spinning around, looking for a target, and you slam down against its back. Um, do me a perception check. Oh, cool. Skills. Perception. Uh, with advantage or not? No, nope, just straight perception. Gotta ask. Every yeah, time. Do. Every you're, you're, time. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite impressed actually at your consistency of asking for that. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I will tell you if you have advantage. So I know you will, but 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 sometimes you've given Bunkle advantage just because he's asked. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck not? You're all with advantage. <laughs> At this point, fuck it, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> things have gone haven't gone to plan for Cookson. Yeah, just fuck it, go with it. I don't give a yeah. shit anymore. 
<laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. Rock's full. <laughs> so rude. I mean, not, not to put words in your mouth or anything, but... <laughs> uh, with a seven, you don't notice anything. Are you going for your second attack? Oh, yeah, second attack. You must not forget the second attack, guys. No, yeah. I did not. What level five would forget their second attack? I mean, dumbasses. Dumbasses, oh, yeah. Oh, all of us. <laughs> and I can re-roll damage again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Just one of the d6s, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a great deal. Okay. You smash. Cookson your... is disappointed in you. <laughs> Cookson is disappointed in your role. Yeah. <laughs> you did bad, and you should feel bad. Yeah. You did do bad, and you should feel bad. Uh, yeah. So with a twenty-three, you definitely hit, and doing a hefty little chunk of damage. You uh, hurt my poor ogre quite sufficiently in the back. You're learning yeah, learning because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and top of the round, Sophia. Um, right, so if I try and disengage, I will, there's an opportunity, yeah. Opportunity from everyone. Right, so if I turn around, then I've got an advantage on the ogre. Yes. Yes. If you're dropping your bow and attacking with melee. Yeah, I have to drop my bow. Is that an action? Do you want to sling it somewhere where it's kind of out of the way of combat? Yeah, just like, like... Yeah, you're very specific about this. I realised that when I was like listening back, I was like, "I, I am because I, I can, I can feel at some point that someone's going to tread on one of my guns or something stupid's going to happen." I'm going right, to get very so I'm going to toss it to like near Tommy's feet. I mean, if I want to be specific, I'm pretty certain the action says you drop it at your feet if you're just dropping it. But you know, it lands well, in on the between floor my you. legs. Fine, it, it's on the floor. You are. It's on the floor, to... safe. Yeah. You're free to draw your weapon and shield. Right, so I fuck it, go for the fucking ogre. Alright. Stab him in the face. Stabby stabby. With advantage. With advantage. With advantage. Yep. <laughs> so Bunkle, say it. What, with advantage? Yeah. Since we Thank all you. said it anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even with a kinda crappy roll of a fourteen, you do hit. Yay! Seven points of damage. Ogres have like, uh, no armor. They're just... I mean, like, you're staring, looking at this guy. He's basically just wearing a loincloth and has just a big old mountain of flesh. With a 13 for my second attack. A 13 also hits. Carve with two attacks a massive chunk out of this creature's stomach. And he just kind of gasps and for a moment doesn't even really realize it until he drops his club to the floor and falls over dead. Whoop, whoop. Uh, how many have I killed now, guys? I say to everybody. One. One, I think. Ogres. Well, it counts as one. One. <laughs> What's the other fucking ogres? What, from last time? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, God. you got to keep track of your own kills, love. Come on, Solara. <laughs> Do it for the girls. Do it for the girls, right? What's Solara gonna do? I think she's gonna save her spell slots this time and do a simple cantrip. Probably a firebolt, if I remember her spellbook correctly. Yeah, let's do. Ooh, she could do. Alright, no, fuck it. Firebolt. 
she is going to shoot at the orc who thinks he's being clever by standing up on a ledge and throwing javelins at you all. And with a 13, she conjures a little bit of flame and just hurls it in his face. Cool. Nice. And does a little bit of damage, though. Only two. But, you know, he's uh quickly has to bat out the flames that try to engulf him. And... It's, it's cantrip. It's, it's damage. Yeah. It's a little bit of damage. And yeah, just to show good. off, she uses her bonus action to fly over here. Uh, <laughs> you just want to do it, don't you? You just like yes, yeah. Looks a... like playing sorcerers. Have you not noticed? Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason she's a storm sorcerer, mm-hmm. and it's because she can fly like that. It's actually a really cool ability. Basically, she can move ten feet and not provoke attacks of opportunity as long as she casts a spell. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's cool. pretty pretty sweet. So it's, it's like an auto disengage kind yep. of. Nice. And she's not going to do anything else. She's not going to use meta magic or anything. It's not really worth the effort. So, Tommy, go for it. Right, well, so I've got to deal with these, have I? I'm say to Sophia. She's turned around and stabbed the ogre. So, <laughs> right, from my... Stopping a wimp! I'm not even just going to dignify that with a response. Uh, so from <laughs> my kind of veritable arsenal of bladed implements on my waist, I'm going to sling my pistols down just to this corner of this rock <laughs> by the side of me. I mean, technically, it's still in my five-foot square, so, you know, not not flowing very far. And I'm going to draw my rapier and my short sword. Uh, rapier in the main... No, short sword in the main hand, rapier in the offhand. And I'm going to stab at the one directly in front of me with a sort of a straightforward kind of stab right to his gut my short sword. So... Normal attack. Go for it. On an 18, I might have hit him there. Uh, yeah, definitely hits. Not and enough to kill him, though. 10 basic damage. damage. Fair enough. So uh, Grunts in a lot of pain as you basically just run him through, but he is still standing. So I twist, pull, and go for another one in the same spot. My 16... Yeah, you pull your short sword out and then just ram it straight through his stomach, all the way through his spine, and you watch as the blade sticks out his back as he grunts, falls over. Completely dead. Okay, so I put my foot on his chest, yank my short sword out, and as I do so, I twist to the side and I stab with the rapier and my bonus action into the side of the orc standing in front of Sophia. Take that swing. With a 13... 13 just hits. And Rapier just sinks through the side of his armor, just like getting him up between the ribs, dealing a nasty 12 points of damage. Ooh, not bad. Not bad. Burn! And it's the Orky's turn. Assuming you're not doing anything else. Uh, I have no (coughs) other actions, even if I wanted to, I'm afraid. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um man up on the ledge is going to throw a javelin at, uh, at Tommy, let's say. The 23. Ooh. I believe he hits. He does hit, but fortunately he only puts four points of damage on, so yep. that's, a nut, that's a sting, but it's not the end of the world. Seeing the plan there, the second ogre does the same thing and chucks... Uh, second ogre, second orc does the same thing, chucks a javelin at Tommy. Am I a fucking javelin magnet or something? <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a 24, 
The most accurate fucking orcs in the world. Dead eye orcs. You know, pick up those javelin skills. Train for the Olympics. Uh, yeah, the so, Orc Olympics. Orc Olympics. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, with a 24 and 6 points of damage, pretty sure both of those hit you. Uh, unfortunately, they did. So I'm not, you know, I'm not struggling at the moment, but um, I'm a little bit annoyed, shall we say. It's, hmm. It seems to be taking quite a lot of damage. And uh, Orky Boy, final one, is going to take a swing for Sophia's head. Oh, bastard. But with a 12, misses horribly. God yeah, he does. <laughs> Handroll, what are you going to do? You're going to run out from stealth and position yourself there. Actually, no. No, he's not. He's going to position himself there, because otherwise he might take an attack of opportunity, actually. So yeah, he runs up diagonally across from the orc closest to Sophia, and with his first attack, frankly, it's probably going to be enough to kill him even without sneak attack damage. Oh, unless he rolls a one. Oh, Jesus. Hand oh, me. I am sorry. I rolled with the wrong weapon, but it doesn't matter because it's a one anyway. Oh, well, never mind. Yep, so his first attack misses horribly, and that's not great. But he pulls out, he has his second dagger, and he spins around, attempting to hit him with his offhand. The 26, however, dealing nice. uh, enough piercing damage, well, five damage total. He uh, just manages to sever the back of the neck, the, like, the little nappy bit there, and just almost takes this orc's head clean off, and he falls to the ground dead. My ogre's dead, sadly, so next up it's Rogar. Uh, I'll find my way. Hmm. I think I can get there. So, yeah. Seeing that there's nothing around me, I'm going to sprint up in the uh, the one that's directly north of my face. Okay. Get in his face and... Rush through that undergrowth and take a swing. Yeah. It was 16 and 14. Ooh. You hit and... You smash down Anathema onto this guy's collarbone and you feel like half the bones in his body just shatter from the impact. He is standing, but barely. You just see that like orcish rage and grit kind of burning in his eyes, but he is in so much pain. I'm just going to stare right back at him and say, time to go now and take another swing. 14 and 16. Time to <laughs> say goodbye. That is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> hey, they've remi- remixed that, so let's just let's cool up. Let's not, let's not remix it, though. <laughs> let's not go with that version. As you um, stare Mr. Orc square in the eyes, you spin and just send Anathema clearly towards his head and just take his head clean off, sending it flying into the distance. A little gout of blood just psh, psh, as he drops to the ground. So cool. <laughs> Sophia. Right, who's left? One orc. Uh, one orc, one orc just on the ledge. Hill. Yeah. yeah. Um, would it require an action to pick up my bow again? Yes. Okay, so I will run over to him. Okay. And just to have a look if I could flank the fucker. Yes, I can. Go for it. Um, I move to behind him. Does it have to be diagonally? 
Okay. Just underneath the tree a little bit. Yeah. And I stabby stabby. Yeah. Chilling in the Wait. shade while you're killing. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to get burnt now. Yeah. Chilling, killing, illing. 21 attack, 4 damage. That's uh, all. Yeah, you uh, give him a nasty little cut across his back with that, sh with that long sword. Uh, and then I'll attack again. Stabby, stabby. With advantage. Ooh, uh, a critical hit. Indeed. A fine critical. <laughs> <laughs> and with the crit, it's just enough. You bring your sword back in the other direction and almost take his arm and shoulder clean off. And he is dead. That counts. I'm awesome. Yep. <laughs> is that all they got? Pathetic. You really want to kill something today, don't you? Well, you know. Bit. Is it at this point I'm going to offer up some fist bumps before we scalp them? Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, going to rock you back with an exploding fist bump. Oh, a um, couple of things. Uh, Matt, did you actually have you read the email entirely? I have. Right. I assume you've done what you think is necessary. I've rolled a d4. And the other thing? I haven't. I haven't decided to do anything else yet. So well, am I supposed to? Well, I assume you you're your regular Tommy self at this point. Eh. Well, I'm. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? What are you referring to? Oh, you look normal, I take it? Uh, no, I think I've got my pallid mask on. Oh. I don't um, think... I haven't tried to take it off, but... Fair enough. So you've got your mask on. Uh, you also notice... I should have described this earlier, I'm sorry. I completely slipped my mind as we moved on. Uh, you all notice Tommy's clothes look a bit, little bit nicer than normal. Yeah... You know, I take a bit of pride in my appearance and all that. Did you wash? E yeah, didn't you? Well, I'm not used to you washing. I'm not used to you washing? What are you trying to say? Okay, good comebacks there, Tommy. Yeah, if I wanted my own comeback, I'd have wiped it off your mother's face. You could do, actually. She's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she would have welcomed that. <laughs> Yeah, you notice not only his clothes look nicer, like they've been almost like they've been properly cleaned and tidied, and all the patches and cuts are gone. Um, you didn't notice; you've never noticed this before. But Tommy's uh, trench coat has like a bit of embroidery down the edges that's almost like a little bit golden. It's looks like a little pattern, but it's hard to see from a distance. You got something on you, mate. Looks quite fancy. I am a fancy man. Mm, you weren't wearing that last night. Was I not? Uh, no. I don't think I've changed my trench coat, but, you know. I'm not sure, love. Not sure. Hmm. You say so? So are you uh, scalping you the could, orcs? You yes. Could, you, you could insight check me if you want, but... Just... Yeah. I, I assume I was scalping them while they were talking. Okay, well, while they're <laughs> having a conversation, Rogar, roll me yeah. a survival, just to see how well you do with job. Um, uh, Rogar, Rogar, sorry, Sophia, just give me a sec. Rogar, mate, don't forget the ogre. We might get some extra money for that. Definitely. Not going to leave that out. Cool. was going to keep its head, but think it might be a bit big. Uh, would look cool. Maybe just the eye. 
What do you think? Well, I'll take the scalp and we'll take the eye too. What is with you, Tommy? Uh, I, I do kind of like trophies. That that's that's not changed. You know, I've still got that guard helmet that I nicked like in the second session. Yeah, but <laughs> not a bit of um, not a bit of a uh, like biological shit. You know what I mean? Meaty shit. You can ha- hang it on the wall, mount it. You know, you've seen people. Why would that? No. Well, well, well like Sophia, stags' Sophia. heads and stuff. Severe. I'm still carrying a half orc's head that we decided to keep as a group oh yeah that's right on a bit now isn't it i wonder what that smell was well uh, you know <laughs> we, we still we still were going to show that weren't we to the um to the gangsters and see if we got any more of a reward well we still can i've still got it you know, yeah i guess it might, might not resemble it much by the end you know, might just be an orc skull with a gunshot wound but yeah <laughs> they'll believe it yeah <laughs> i'm sure they will uh, okay, for the rolls you guys just made, survival of a 10, you managed to successfully scalp three of the orcs and the ogre. Do I get the ogre's eye? Yeah, so you get the eye from the ogre and the scalp. Okay, cool. But so only three orc scalps. So just knock down, you've got three. Where does, yes. the, where does the ogre's eye ring a bell? The name of the pub. From the pub. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that. So maybe we should go and take it along to them and see if they want to display it outside as like a little sign. That would be so cool. You know. Three scalps, one ogre. And second roll there, Sophia's 25 insight critical. You're not exactly sure what's going on, but you do think Tommy seems a little bit more bloodthirsty than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, did something happen last night? Because you are, like, almost Rogar-ish. I'm not. In, I'm not fucking insane. Give me a break. But mm. well, yeah. I mean, I had another one of those weird dreams. Oh yeah. Yeah, didn't like it at all. You didn't tell us that. What happened? Uh nothing much really. I mean, some kind of entity wanted to talk to me. I went to some kind of weird ball, and you know, it was all. <sighs> to be honest, I think it's just. I think it's just like the way my mind's coping with all the shit that we're doing right now for whatever this this other entity is that's got us on this quest in the first place, you know? You think it's just a psychological something? Look, I'm not a smart man, love, but yeah. I think my brain's doing shit. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Can I take another insight check on him? Um what? To see whether he was lying about that? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Roll me an insight. It... Tommy, roll me a deception. Sure. Ooh, 13. Can you beat a 13? I certainly can 21. with a 21. You can nice. indeed. Uh, yeah, he, you know, probably true. I mean, a lot of weird shit's been going on. Everyone has their coping mechanisms. He yeah, seems pretty genuine about it. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this shit. I drop it. Let's move on. Yeah. It's probably wise. <laughs> okay, so you loot the orcs. They don't have too much on them. I presume you don't really want their shitty javelins and kind of rusted, broken weaponry. But you do get a total of. Um, let's have a quick roll. Let's let's do it the proper way. Let's give you a roll. You find a total of fourteen gold on them. Yeah, not bad. 
Do you want to add it to the pot, Sophia? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing we can't let Sophia have a crack at scalping the orcs because I mean, Rogue, Razzy, <laughs> fair yeah. enough then. Yeah, so, yeah. how much was it? 14 gold. Okay. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not massively surprised, but. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, but I am proficient in survival. Yeah. Yeah, but you're also a bit bloodthirsty, so, you know, you yeah, probably you got sure a little bit o- overexcited when you were doing it. <laughs> yeah, bit of a semi, but, you know. <laughs> May have eaten two of them, who knows? <laughs> we, we, we weren't watching, so we weren't judging. <laughs> and uh, random forest encounter out the way. I presume you continue on to the uh, hideout. Yeah. Why not? Okay. It takes um, a few hours from where you currently are to eventually reach there. You see it's it's quite deep in the forest. It's pretty well hidden. If you hadn't been given reasonable directions from Heinrich, you probably would not have found it for quite a while. Uh, You see an entrance to a cave that looks very... um, like a man-made entrance, like you can see like struts of lumber and things that would hold it up, like support beams, stuff like that. It's definitely, it has that look of this used to be some sort of mine. Uh, you can see it just ahead. It seems dark from where you are, but you don't see any guards on the outside. Hmm. So, is it really dark? Sorry, did you say? Uh, from where you guys are, I, at this moment you're about 60 to 80 feet away from it, like you haven't just wandered up to it. Uh, can Rogar see inside? Not from this angle. That's like the best you can get. It's like you're a fair distance away, unless you want to get closer. Yeah, might as well. Okay, so you all hurried, hurry yourselves up to the entrance of the mine. Um, as you take a look in, you can see, though the entrance was dark, as you look down, as it kind of slopes downward into the mine proper, you do see a little flicker of what might be maybe torchlight or something. These guys are supposed to be friendly, right? As far supposed as to aware. be. But well, we don't they're, they're, they're supposed to be on our side. Yeah. But they don't know. They don't they know. Don't, us they don't know, know they're on us. Yeah, true. And they don't know we're on their side. Um, don't know how cautious you guys want to be. Um, I think you should do the talking. Really? Yeah. If you don't mind. Why? May yeah, I'm just, I'm just. Well, out, out of, out of character. Um, right now, you're probably the most stable member of the party. <laughs> Solara's climbing a tree and Handel's brooding. <laughs> so, so, Solara's basically a Disney princess, isn't she? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If, if you are, I mean, I, I, I don't mind doing the talking if you, if you don't want to, but. Like, Guys, I'll set the argument. I'll do the talking. We'll go in with the banjo to start. We'll serenade him a little bit, and we'll go from there. Yeah, let's let's, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I offered. I tried. Um, Can't say you're not a team player. Exactly. I I try to play the banjo at every opportunity to calm people's nerves, but nobody appreciates me. Nobody appreciates true art, do they anymore? Exactly. Do you, do you yeah. want to? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay, so are you literally just walking in or are you trying to be sneaky? What are you doing? Well, yes. I just. Walk in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we should try and be sneaky here because obviously these guys. Well, the if, question if is, sneaky... do you want to shout out if there's, you know, to let them know that we are here and we, we are friendly? We, 
we kind of we might, we might as well let them know straight away. We don't, we're not trying to sneak in because we don't want them to think we're against them. Yeah. Why would we be sneaking in if we were friendly? So we could just alert them to our presence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can you softly serenade them with your banjo. You just said I wasn't allowed to use the banjo. No, I didn't say you weren't allowed to use the fucking banjo. Oh, I said he wasn't allowed to use the banjo. <laughs> then that is different. I did not say he couldn't use the fucking banjo. All right. He can't use the fucking banjo. Move on from the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got your back, Roga. I, I, I'm, I'm, imp- I'm quite impressed by this. Unfortunately, it may lead to you getting a one-on-one performance later on. Oh, shit. Uh, Asking you shall yeah. receive. <laughs> oh. Okay, so you uh, <laughs> y'all head down into the mine. Rogar uh, may yeah. or may not be likely playing the banjo in the background. We... I am likely playing the banjo in the background. Should we kind of... <laughs> I yeah. am so playing the banjo in the background. <laughs> tell, tele- telegraphing our presence, kind of saying, yeah. we're here, yeah. we're not threat. Not, yeah, we're not being sneaky or anything. Sure. So you walk down, you do see as you get around the corner, there is actually some torchlight. You can see what would be like minecart tracks on the floor... This is definitely, this looks like what may have once been some sort of silver mine, or at least some sort of mine, you're not entirely sure what ore, like, none of you are, like, dwarves or anything, you've not got a great idea of underground stuff, but, yeah. Look looks at like the shiny, a, shiny, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see what you guys all imagine a mine would look like? It's decently sized, it's like, um, it's pretty big, you can all kind of walk almost next to each other as you're coming down. As you go for about 30 feet or so, you notice that the mine shaft opens up wider into what seems to be some sort of uh, opening little cavern. You notice as you're approaching, there's two people on guard holding pikes. You can see... Uh, actually, whoever's leading, make me a perception check. I guess that's me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. With advantage? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Twenty! you get a pretty good look at them like it's not that dark down here as i say there's torchlight everywhere it seems to definitely have been lived in what you can see as you approach these two guards they do notice you as you're you know not really stealthing they ready their weapons but they're not being like super aggressive with it um you can see their armor is a bit of a patchwork initially when you look at them they almost remind you of what the varadin guards might wear but it seems to be bits of guard armor bits of knight armor bits of uh noble guard armor it seems very much like they've stolen stuff as best you can tell or at least had shipments given to them from various parts of the city as you see past them you notice the cabin behind them is actually quite full of people uh there's a lot of noise coming from there and it looks like a lot of them are sat down like up against the walls like maybe they're injured or something uh hello who goes there we were sent from the city. In peace. In peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make me a uh, make me a persuasion. <laughs> in, I said in peace, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, they believe you. <laughs> Nine. God. <laughs> Killed by our own friends. <laughs> uh. Um. With yeah. the nine, they both kind of point their weapons more aggressively. I'd go, Who sent you? Uh, where am I? Uh, Hundred Sandrin. 
they both kind of look at each other and go, Stay right there. Do not draw your weapons. Um, and one turns to the other one. They kind of whisper back and forth, and he kind of starts backing away and uh, yells into the cavern behind you. Lieutenant Ashar! Lieutenant, come here quickly! Um, you notice there was a woman walking around in the background tending to various people. She also seemed to be dressed in maybe slightly better armor, but not much better. Like, still kind of patchworky. She, She's um, about average height, short blonde hair. Looks like maybe the way she carries herself and the weapon on her side, maybe military training of some sort. And as she approaches, she looks over a lot of you. What is this? Intruders? Uh, the guards. Uh, they say they know uh, Heinrich. Yeah, Heinrich is, sent us. Is that so? Yeah, he told us to come see you and talk to you about the resistance. Is Oman Belsar here? Orman is um, not here at the moment. He's returned to the city at Did least he... uh, f yeah. about a week ago. Oh, okay. Well, he's probably seen that the city is shut down. Those those things are floating everywhere. What, you know what I mean. What things? What are you talking about? When's the last time you were in the city? Um, personally, I've not been there for a few months now. Have you seen the orbs? Uh, yeah. You mean those purple crystal yeah. things? Yeah, yeah. Yes, there was a few around when I left. What's that got to do with anything? They are bad news. Um, we we think the um, the illuminated. Have you ever seen the illuminated? I can't say I've heard that name before. No. Um, uh, Solara, could you just just gently just take that picture out just to show her? It kind of looks like this, but not quite. Solara jumps up next to you and kind of waves. Hi, illuminated. Horrible evil mage thingies. And she kind of opens the book at uh, Kemvik, the drawing of Kemvik that you guys have all seen before. Mm. Apparently these things are floating in the sea, though I've not been personally. I can attest to it. They might be lying to me. Who knows? Hi. Solari, you're not helping. This, this, it, uh, uh, we think that, that we, they've had some alterations happen to them, but these things are deadly. They are, well... One of the um, heads of the church... Oh, no. One of the guards said that they col they collect bodies. I don't know what they're doing with them. Harvesting? I don't know. But anyway, something evil's happening in the city. So we were sent out to tell you to touch base. Basically, right, guys? Yeah, exactly. The city's on lockdown. And um, basically, uh, our, our mate Heine has said... <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that you guys haven't been in touch for a while he was kind of making wanting to want to kind of touch base and see how you guys were getting on right oh so so your work oh she kind of shakes her head a little bit yes i remember now um oman mentioned it recently heinrich had sent for some mercenaries is that yourselves that's us that's us yeah i think so <sighs> you think so tommy well, I think think we're the mercenaries. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't 
necessarily class myself as a mercenary, but we're we're digressing. Yes, it's us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking out of my ass. Yes, yes, it is. Right. Well, that's fortuitous timing. We've, if you're here to assist and report on things, we've had a a terrible incident, and she kind of gestures behind her, and you notice a lot of what you presume were probably guards or helpers or people who are generally running the resistance. They're injured, bloody and wounded. A lot of them are wearing bandages and they've been trussed up in various ways. They do not look in great shape. What happened here? Our our base was further down into the mine. We'd been working quite efficiently there, actually. We'd been getting supplies sent out from the city via Heinrich. He's a in control of that side of things and we've been steadily gearing up to get ready for the next phase of Oman's planning but uh, just yesterday the mine collapsed on a number of our people there was rumblings underground and other parts of the floor just gave way we've had to retreat up to this higher area to try tend our wounds but uh, many of our supplies are still trapped down there and we've not had chance or the manpower to go down and actually do something about it. If you're here, and if you're, I suppose, working for us, could you help? This this is necessary. Like, So much of our equipment is down there. How deep are we talking? Um, we were a few levels down. Uh, I don't know exactly how far, but maybe about 100 feet, maybe more. Right, okay. Um, guys? What say uh, you? Well... Is there... So just supplies down there, rockfall kind of thing? Yeah? As far as we know, yes. I mean, we had to escape pretty quickly. We're not sure what caused the cave-in. So... Not going to be just rocks, then, is it? Something Probably to kill, not. maybe? Something Definitely something to kill. But <laughs> yeah, I think in... Options are quite limited. We either heal them, which kind of only I can do, or we go down there and get the supplies so they can heal themselves. Seems seems sensible. A few of us are, should we say, a little bit singed. Well, it's not singed quite the word. There's no fire involved, but a little bit kind of grazed from the um, battle. You guys are. That's what I said. Some of us, <laughs> some of us who seem to be javelin magnets. <laughs> you want to be a pussy magnet. I am you're a not. pussy magnet. No, you're not. I you're kind of javelin. am. <laughs> you're not, dude. The dude's wearing a golden robe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I get. I'm, I'm up for going and having a look, um, but I wouldn't mind maybe restoring a little bit of my um uh, my health a little bit so perhaps i might roll some hit dice yeah if you guys like want to wait here for a few moments bandage yourselves up then head down that's fine cool i mean i'll i'll say it only takes about half hour because you would have been patching yourselves up on the way over as well and that took a few hours so yeah if anyone wants to roll hit dice do so now it's about um you're getting towards about 11 AM-ish at the moment, so. Alright, mark down, you used hit dice with a 11 for Tommy, 12 for Sophia. 
or feeling a little healthier, or you want to do some more? Um, I yeah. think I think I'm doing okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. My mental math is not good today. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. My mental math is never good, so <laughs> you're doing better <laughs> no. me there. Calculators yeah. for all. Yes. Yeah. That's why we were playing on a computer-based system here. Or <laughs> else <laughs> the game would take four times as long as we tried to add two and two. And that's just Tommy. <sighs> that's just Matt, let alone Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, after a long day of staring at formulas and math and trying to work out nth dimensional fucking databases i do not have the time to mentally <laughs> add together i'm so glad we use roll 20 instead of dice yeah. even, even if we were playing together i think we'd all have laptops yeah, um, yeah. Pocket calculators yeah. <laughs> roll 20 we can do a sponsorship for roll 20 roll 20 when you want to be lazy exactly. <laughs> come on sign us uh, we'll, we'll take that sponsorship money we'll give you a shout out in the session be great Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least give us premium accounts. So, no. You know. All those reasons. I'm gonna have to get a premium account soon as well. But that aside, I think the, the the amount we use it is probably yeah. Yeah. Probably fair. So, um, you guys bandage yourselves up and kind of get prepared, and you're gonna head downstairs. Yeah, why not? Um, as you guys are getting ready to go down, you can see there's a clear kind of mine shaft effectively where you're going to head down into the lower levels uh lieutenant ashar kind of shouts over wait take a couple of our men with you they might be able to help carry things yeah ah you know ec extra bodies generally means more dangerous encounter but we'll see what happens <laughs> meta gaming i say rolling a nat 20 in meta gaming there yeah. yeah just yeah. just a little bit but you know <laughs> Uh, she calls over two guards who look very similar to the two guards who stopped you at the gate. You know, these two will come with you. Uh, can I just ask a question out of character? Yep. Um, you know, and I took Forex Bindbreaker's armor. Yes. And whatnot. Um, and had it all repaired. Yes. I used my own breastplate. Mm -hmm. Does that mean I still have his? Um, I think I generally said that his was kind of smashed up and they would have melted it down to repair parts of the other bits of plate. Right, okay, that's fine. If I had it, I would have given it them. Hmm. But as I don't, I can't be nice. <laughs> no nasties. You be nice. We, well, what, what, what gear do they have, actually? Uh, do they, we have any? They look to be wearing, like, basic kind of guard gear and they've both got uh, spears. Okay. I just wonder if we had had any random loot we could just like siphon off on them if they needed it. Oh, let's have, yeah, let's have a look. That's uh... worth an idea, isn't it? Yeah, we. Yeah. Well, you, you, you gave me the idea because you know you're thinking about giving yeah. the first note play. I was just like, well, yeah, we, we we often carry around a random kit that we picked up off the battlefield in the nah. hope of getting a couple of gold. But I think so, we did ooh. do quite a big clear out, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Plate armor damage not wearable. No, okay. I don't know why I read that out. To be honest. <laughs> In fact, we should be deleting that because that's Thorax. Oh, is uh, it? Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. You, you know exactly what I've got. <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. That's why he's the DM. It is indeed. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing act. I have is my glaive. And there's no point giving him that. Great uh, act, worn, basic. That's 
No, that's Varric's axe, and I thought we'd put that on the wall. I was going to say, I think it's hanging in your house at the minute. Jesus Uh, Christ. I have some fancy clothes, a shin bone. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't tell me that's from the fucking dog saga. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I've still got some some Torzaline, um, but only one left. Um, yeah. Do you just want to take a hit of that before anything even starts? Get yourself mentally prepared. I could do. I might. <laughs> I might save it though. You know, yeah, I might need a. Might need a nip later on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got a leather. I've got a leather plumed helmet which belonged to a guard captain that we killed in in um, the second session. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not not the second session that you guys will have heard, but the second session that we played because Tommy always wanted a guard captain's hat <laughs> for his wall. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, so yeah, you guys. Yeah. Uh, sorry, how dark is it? Is it pretty well lit? At the moment, it seems well lit. Like these guys have obviously turned this into a bit of a base. Like so, there's torches and things. Like some of them have been are out, but there's enough light for you guys to just about see. Okay, but further along during in uh, the cave, you've not gone down yet. Okay, well, yeah. I'm gonna light the drift globe anyway. Fuck it. Okay, which uh, are you using daylight or light as a spell? Ooh. It is pretty dark, but we don't want to lose too much of our like night vision esque, right? Yeah. So Gl- last thing with light. Gloom's probably fine, and it doesn't really make any difference at all for Rogar. So yeah, Lux. Okay, so you activate the drift globe with the spell light. Um, the object kind of lifts up into the air, and for twenty feet around it you have bright light and it will last for an hour awesome it's something isn't it yeah after after the 20 feet it's kind of like dim light so you've got pretty much about 40 feet of vision okay assuming the torches are not lit lower down okay rogar didn't give a shit yeah no rogar can see so (laughs) you and your two new buddies are gonna all head down into the Um, well, that's what's your names? I'm a Johnny, and uh, this is Steve. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Johnny, all right, Steve. <laughs> all, right. all the imaginative <laughs> names, and then Johnny and Steve. I'm just going to ask: Do either of you have any training whatsoever? Yeah, we were. Uh, we both did tours in the military. Oh. So, cool, cool. Do, what gear are they carrying? I say basic kind of guard gear. Yeah, oh, there's okay. spears and like, yeah, basic kind of armor. Yeah. Screw it. Steve, try this. And I'm going to hand him my glaive. Oh, you know. Just um, so he can borrow it. Uh, He'll use it on you. He can try. <laughs> Of course, Steve. You can give it to him. I just want to check. Is it an attunement weapon? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know, actually. I don't think. Don't it being, no, but... it's just. Let's have a look. It's just check, a glade plus one. Anyway. Yeah, you are correct. Well, it's not a glade plus one. It's a it's a magic glaive that on a twenty deals an additional seven damage. Yeah. But it counts as a magic attack. But yeah, no, you are correct. It is not attunement. Well, it takes the glaive, kind of holds it. Oh, wow! This is uh, follow the 
nicest blade I've ever held. Thank you. Uh, I, yeah. will ex- I do expect it back, but you can use it. Yeah, uh, no sorry, problem. Johnny. Got a fuck all for you, mate. Johnny just kind of shrugs. That's eh, all right. Sorry, I like Steve. His name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't a pirate. <laughs> Steve nope. the pirate. <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> you so, never know. <laughs> as the group of you all, your five selves plus two bonus people, head down into the mines. I think that's probably where we're going to stop it. Cool. I think that seems a good stopping point. Mm. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's nice not to stop on a kind of cliffhanger where we're all about to die. Change. <laughs> no, it's, it's one just of us. you, Toby. <laughs> it's mostly just, just you me. that might die, yeah. <laughs> or me. Yeah, sometimes it's Rogar. Actually, Rogar does die, so. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no, like, maybe I die, it's I die. Yeah. Um, and then so. Rogar died. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Why did Maybe he have to go back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boomerang, you I... do always come back. <laughs> I, I thought you guys were starting to get along this session, actually. After all, you complimented him on his banjo playing, or at least said you didn't hate it, which is, you know, the nicest thing I think you've said to him. There's the anything that... said about his banjo playing. Yeah, exactly. That, that is true, and yeah, we were quite nice to each other this this round. Yeah? Yeah. We're all friends. Yay. I'm going to play you a banjo song. Yes, yeah, so that all of a sudden he, he likes you. Because... <laughs> you like my banjo? You need cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't cuddle me. I'm a, I'm a midget in comparison to you. You're just like... <laughs> well thank you everyone for listening and thank you guys for playing along hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely you're welcome yeah. <laughs> oh and uh matt i'm sure you know this but any of the information i sent you feel free to share or not share as you see fit i shall or shall not yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, leave that as a little bit of a mystery for the listeners and my players. Yeah. I could not get less. <laughs> <laughs> you will when he kills you all. Cooks yeah. and his machinations. My machinations are endless. If he kills me, then I'll... fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming back as bards. Yeah, not bothered. <laughs> Uh, be, uh, yeah, well, I, I'm not not exactly planning to kill anyone, to be honest. It's, well, not 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 anyone, but not in the party anyway. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I say, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope everyone listening Definitely. enjoyed, and uh, thank you for uh, giving us your valuable time and attention. As ever, if you wish to catch this podcast anywhere other than the place you literally just listened to it, you can find it... I know, right? I say the same thing. Like, yeah. You must I'm have like, listened to it to get this far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, uh, yeah, you can, can find also it, listen to it on. Yeah. yeah. If, if you want to just you know, listen to the whole thing again on a completely different platform for no reason, you can catch it. Please us do. On... Yeah, please do. <laughs> I like watching the numbers tick up for listeners. It's great. Therapeutic, uh, isn't it? It's just me. Different accounts. <laughs> That's the secret. 
<laughs> it's always just us listening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you can find us on iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Podknife. Anywhere you want to find us, you can find us. And if you wish to chat to me, I am on Twitter at, at @treasonno. Our lovely players are on under their own character names with GTMP at the end of it. And we have a Facebook group that we occasionally post things to, and a WordPress site that we update pretty much weekly or whenever we do new things, we add to that. And I want to thank you all again for listening. Oh, one quick thing. I did say we, we, uh, we interact with the community on Facebook. On, on Facebook? Fuck Facebook. On uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry on, if you're coming to us from Facebook, by the way. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can be honest with you. You've listened to me talk for this long. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, we interact with a lot of people in the community, and uh, someone who's always been shouting us out a lot recently has launched their podcast. Guys called Dungeons and Blackguards. So if you want to check them out, if you haven't had enough D and D this evening, go give them a listen. They're nice people. And uh, yeah, if anyone else wants to begin their sign-offs, go for it. Yeah, uh, as usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice and you know the bits and pieces you have today you can listen to me more <laughs> and talk about wrestling and among other things on the lost art of wrestling podcast and the lost art of podcasting you can find them on all good podcast providers and uh, you can find them on twitter at lost art podcasting and laow podcast and also if you fancy meeting me in person get down to the red scar cafe on red scar industrial state in preston and you might just see me there one day. Is that just where you like to hang out or something? Uh, it's my parents' cafe. Ah. <laughs> so what you're saying is they now owe me money for plugging that on my show. It's not just your show. Uh, yeah. they, they, they plug the podcast. So. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, nice. Okay, so, I've been yeah. satiated. We have, we've equal plugged. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome of them. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, well, uh, I hope it's, I'm sure it's uh, awesome. Your parents are nice people and uh, I'm sure they do good food and drinks mm-hmm. and all the various things at a cafe. Yeah, it is quite nice. <laughs> and, and I probably am okay with your dad, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't hate you. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I was drunk, alright. I swear I said some shit to him. You almost certainly did, but it doesn't mean he hates you. <laughs> Very true. Fingers crossed. And if you'd like to hear more from me, I'm afraid I feel sorry for you because you can't. Because I save all my energy for this podcast. And in fact, I'll be spending most of the next week hermited away writing something quite special that you might, if you're lucky enough, hear more about around Christmas time. And if you, well, today's episode has been brought to you by the word D, rather the letter D. For dying, like you're dying to hear the next episode. <laughs> and if you're listening to us from some time, dim and distant future, then you probably can. Just just skip over it to it next. Just blitz the whole lot. It's going to yeah. be <laughs> I literally had to Google words beginning with D. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just went... As in that sort of day. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants my kind of day. 
Oh. <laughs> okay, well, thank you everyone once again, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.